and welcome to the Diary of an HR and Career Coach, the podcast that provides you with the right strategy to find your dream job and career. I also speak about career growth, creating dynamic personal brands, and anything that can get you front and center where it matters. I'm your host, Bryce Barrows. Let's get started. So what to expect in today's show? I'm going to talk about, number one, why the podcast? The second thing that I do want to discuss is also who I am. I just want to give a little introduction. The third and the main topic of today's discussion is who should you be contacting if you're looking for a job? Should it be a career coach? Should it be a recruiter? Should it be a career counselor? The fourth thing is what's happening in the world of jobs and more. And the fifth is future-proofing your job and career. So before I get started, I want to give a very big shout out to a class fellow from grade five, uh, a very close friend of mine, DJ J Beats. He's an amazing musician and composer. He's the guy who made the introduction music of the podcast. Extremely talented, an amazing guy. Do follow him on YouTube and his other social platforms. I will add all his details in the show notes below. So let's get started. Part one, why the podcast? So there are four reasons why I'm doing this. The first is that I've seen that there's so many people struggling to find and get jobs. You know, I know so many people who knock on my door every day asking me to help them. In fact, just day, I think it was day before yesterday, I was talking to an ex-colleague of mine who's been without a job for the last two years. That's shocking. And I realized that the only reason why they are in this position is because there's no one to guide them. The second reason why I'm doing this is that I see so many people stuck in their career. They're going nowhere. They're frustrated. They're miserable. They feel that there's no growth in the organization they're working for. And they've sort of given up. They've been struggling stuck in a position for the last, you know, couple of years and they don't see any growth. So this podcast is to help them as well. The third reason is that I see so many people in jobs who are earning a, a salary, but they feel there's not enough. What do they do? So I want to help also set up a side business, side hustle. And who knows, maybe that will become your full-time career, meaning you will end up becoming a businessman where you find your purpose and you end up focusing on that. So that's the third area. And the fourth area is personal. You see, I have two beautiful kids and I feel that in a world that's changing so quickly, they need guidance. They need someone who can help them navigate through through this world and if I can provide them with advice in building their career or starting a business and why not so this is one way I can share my message with them and at the same time make them remember me so these are the four reasons so part two a little introduction about myself 
So as I said, my name is Bryce Barrows. I'm an HR professional for the last 25 odd years. I have worked for behemoths like Nokia, Nokia Siemens Networks and Motorola, where I've headed the HR department in some countries and some regions as well. Uh, after some time, I decided to follow my passion. I left the corporate world and I started a recruitment firm. And with time, I have wanted to help people become successful, whether it was in a job or whether it was in a business. And uh, when it came to the job part, the first thought that came to my mind is what better than a person who has sat on the other side of the table, who knows the tricks, who knows what companies are looking for. Meaning I knew how to find jobs that were not advertised. I knew how to build resumes that applicant tracking softwares could easily pick up. And not just applicant tracking softwares, after, a, after this resume came into a human's hand, what exactly was that manager looking for in the candidate? I also knew how and what we were looking for in a candidate when we were interviewing them. So I have had an upper edge and ways of assisting uh, potential candidates go through job interviews. I've helped them ace interviews. So this was ways I could help people. So I started on that track and I decided to move this onto a bigger platform and hence the podcast and my social media platforms. So if you are not following me on any of the social platforms, all the social media platforms on which I am are mentioned below. Now to the main part, the third one. So why is there so much of confusion between career coaches, career counselors and recruiters? And who should you be going to when looking for a job? Now, if you're like most people, most people would go to a recruiter to find them a job. Now, let me explain something. The recruiter is not there to get you a job. Sorry if you thought that, but that's not the case. You see, a recruiter is hired by a company to find the right candidate for their position. Now, they do this for a number of reasons. One is, of course, to save them time. Number two, the recruiter ends up having a huge database of uh, CVs and resumes that they can uh, touch off. And the third reason is that most recruiters will headhunt for them. So if the recruiter is doing all of this, they're not going to be helping you because you need to understand you may not be the best candidate for that position. Yes, the recruiter will entertain you. He'll turn around and say, oh, give me your CV, give me your resume. I'll keep it on file or I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can get for you. And, you know, I'll check and I'll let you know. He's just being courteous. If you want to get a job, yes, hand over your CVs to recruiters, but do not depend on them. Okay, you need to depend on yourself. Next is career counselors. You see, career counselors 
are exactly that. They end up helping students figure out their future. So their job is to find the student's purpose, where they would fit properly in which uh, role they would fit in, you know, which area they would fit in, and would also help them uh, get their CVs across to different companies. That's their role. It ends with a student. So if you are someone who's not a student, you can't touch on a career counselor. And the last one, a career coach. Now, a career coach is not a person who will get you a job. Let me explain. He is there to help you find the jobs. He's there to guide you. No one can get you a job but yourself. But you see, the career coach knows the market. They understand the, the market dynamics. So what they will do is that they will give you the tools they, to, to, to where to find jobs. They will guide you on how to make your resume, etc. In some cases, some of them will actually make your resume. Okay. And they will also help you by using their network. All right. But that's as much as they do. If you think that they're going to put you into a job, that doesn't happen. All right. So let me get a, get down in a little deeper into what a career coach does. So he works in two areas. One is pre-job. The second is post-job. Now, let's, let's touch upon pre-job. Now, in pre-job, basically their role, as I mentioned before, is to help you in the job search and in how to apply, et cetera, et cetera, right? And now, of course, that would be using, you know, resumes, maybe using a CV, maybe using cover letters, et cetera, and so forth. Another area that it'll help you in is your LinkedIn profile. Now, some of them will write it for you. Some will tell you to write it and then they will optimize it. Now, when I say optimize, what do I mean? When recruiters, when companies are, company HRs are looking for candidates and they type, type out, let's say, a salesperson, they're looking for a salesperson, they write a sales manager, your profile pops up in that search. And the better optimized, the higher your ranking will be in the LinkedIn search. All right. So career coaches will help you in that area. The fourth area is personal branding. Now, this is huge and something that people have taken for granted. They don't believe, you know, they don't actually give a lot of uh, a lot of thought and a lot of importance to this. But personal branding is extremely important in this day and age. It's about you standing out from the crowd because there's a lot of competition out there. And I will be talking a lot about personal branding in my uh, in my videos uh, on my social media platforms and also in the podcast uh, series as well. The fifth area that career coaches will work with you in a pre-job setting is interview preparation. So they will look at value-based interviewing trainings. They'll look at competency-based trainings, uh, interview trainings. They'll also talk about assessments. They'll help you get through assessments. And last but not least, they will also help you in your negotiations during your job offer. So I know a lot of people 
who have actually lost on anywhere between 5 and 25% just because they did not negotiate their salary. So this is the pre-job area. The next is post-job. Now, post-job area has actually been something that's popped up very, very recently. The first one in post-job is probationary services. So I'm sure all of you know that when uh, a person gets a job, they are usually put on a probationary uh, period. And that period would range from anywhere between three to six months, depending where in the world you are. Now, under probationary services, a career coach will assist the employee get through that probationary period. But not just that, they would actually help to fast track that employee's career. Okay, so what the the, the employee would end up looking at is a very fast rise okay, within the organization in a couple of years because of the service. The second is internal branding. Now, a, a career coach would guide as to how to brand yourself within the organization itself, how to showcase yourself, etc., etc. And that is something to be discussed in another episode. The third is external branding post-job. Now, this is extremely important. This is something that will get you known in the industry. If done well, and this is something that a lot of professionals do not take advantage of, and if they do take advantage of, they would never have to apply for a job in their life. Offers would come to them. And that is because they are placed in such a way, their brand is placed in such a way that they are known for what they do. And that can only happen through external branding post-job. The fourth area in which a career coach would help is career advancement services. So in career advancement services, the career coach would take up your service. Let's say you want to, you're currently an assistant manager and you want to become a manager. So he will or she will build a plan on how you will move from assistant manager to manager level. Uh, Again, showing you the right way to get across there, fast tracking you, etc. The fifth area is change in career. Now, there are a lot of people who feel that they are in the wrong career. I had a client who straight out of university took the first job that he got, and that was in sales. Fast forward five years and he realized that sales was not for him. He wanted to get into procurement. Now, my job was to help him get there. And as a career coach, I did do that. But you see, it's not easy. And you will need to take the help of a career coach if you want to do something like this. And the last, which is the sixth one, and that is project management of your career. Now, what happens is that a career coach would track out your whole career path, how quickly to move within the organization, how to get there, what are you lacking? All of this will be done with you. Okay, so these are technically post-job services that a career coach does with you. 
Now, career coaches also work with companies. Now, they work in two areas. Now, the first one is, of course, all these services post-job that I just mentioned to you. Instead of the employee paying a career coach for it, for, for these services, the company will do it. So the company will hire a career coach to help its employees grow within the organization. This usually is given as a perk, but it also benefits the company because you end up having motivated employees and also employees that are on a very fast growth trajectory. So the second way that uh, companies work with career coaches is at a time of layoffs. Now, companies want to maintain their reputation. So they will hire career coaches and they call this outplacement services to help their employees get back into the job market. Again, the career coach will guide them with how to you know, set up their resumes and so forth. They will not place them into positions, but they will guide them accordingly. So this is what career coaches do. The next part, part four, what's happening in the world today? So this section is about jobs, careers, and hot topics concerning the job market that have happened in the last couple of weeks. Now, ever since the beginning of 2023, people have been talking about a recession. Now, I can't talk about recessions, but I can talk about things related to HR. And since the beginning of this year, We've seen job cuts happening left, right, and center. And it's not been happening with small companies. The big giants, especially in the tech and telecom industry, are the ones who have been affected. Now, the first to announce uh, layoffs was Microsoft. Microsoft laid off 10,000 employees, which is a little under 5% of their overall headcount. But... Even though the company was laying off people, they invested 10 billion US dollars in the first round of investments in OpenAI, which is the maker of ChatGPT. So just look at what is happening. But you can, you can tell one side, a layoff is happening. The other side, investment is happening in artificial intelligence. So I don't think you need to be a rocket scientist to understand in which direction this is going. The second to come up with announcements was Alphabet, which is the parent company of Google. They laid off 12,000 employees, which is about 6% of their overall headcount. But the irony of it all is while they were laying off people, their CEO, Sundar Pichai, pocketed 226 million US dollars. Fair. I don't think so. The next was Amazon. They laid off 18,000 employees. Spotify came next with 6% of their staff. And since Spotify is a very small organization of about 200 employees were downsized about 40%. That is of their overall headcount. This happened in January. The next was a company that grew like crazy during the pandemic. And that was Zoom. Zoom laid off 1,300 employees, which is approximately 15% of their headcount. Yahoo laid off 20%, which was about 1,600 employees. 
And te the telecom giant Ericsson downsized 8,500 employees. Big tech alone downsized 55,000 jobs in January alone. That's insane. Now, yes, this may all sound very bleak, but at the same time, we're seeing jobs popping up, especially when it comes to artificial intelligence and things linked to that. Which brings me to part five, future-proofing your job. Everyone seems to be scared of what's going to happen to the job market with AI coming around. Now, when ChatGPT was launched last year in November, I went to try it out. I logged in, and when I did try it out, I was shocked. And the first thing that came to my head was a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. And even after speaking to those people who use the app, they had the same opinion. Honestly speaking, over time, my mind has changed, and I'll come to that. So I do want to point out something that happened the other day. I was having dinner with some friends and we were about eight people in all. And out of those eight people, I asked a question. How many of you have tried ChatGPT? Only two raised their hands. And this is probably not the right way for me to gauge it. But I mean, honestly speaking, there are a lot of people who have not even tried it out. And why they haven't tried it out is because of fear. So I have a friend who is a software developer. And I had asked him if he used ChatGPT. And before, and when I asked him this question, I saw fear in his eyes. He answered, no, he never tried it out. And why he didn't try it out is because he was scared of it. Now, my belief has changed. I believe ChatGPT is the tractor of today. You see, when the tractor came out, a lot of farmers got scared at what's going to happen. But what happened was that productivity increased, the yield increased. Okay, they could produce much more than what they could produce previously. So for those people who turn around and say AI is a threat, Honestly speaking, at this point in time, I don't think it is. However, I believe those people who know how to use AI are the threat. They are the threat for your existing job because they know how to use it. They are a threat to those who are seeking jobs because companies will want people who know how to use ChatGPT or any other uh, artificial intelligence uh, apps that are out there. Should you fear it? Fearing it is not going to help you. Instead, go online. There are plenty of articles, plenty of videos out there that will help you go through and, and get acquainted with this uh, software. So, what I've also seen is that there is an increase in demand of people who know how to use this sort of software, who know how to develop AI, who are 
into cybersecurity, cloud computing, etc. And in fact, I was on a training, a ChatGPT training, in which the trainer mentioned that Google was looking for a prompt engineer. Now, who is a prompt engineer? Or what is a prompt engineer? A prompt engineer is someone who knows how to use uh, ChatGPT or any other uh, language model similar to ChatGPT. So they know how, how to, let's put it this way, how to talk to the AI, how to get the, the output that you're looking for from the AI. The shocking thing was when he mentioned the salary. The salary was ranging from 150,000 US dollars to 325,000 US dollars. That is insane. That is as much as most managers tend to make. So yes, I'm not saying to become a prompt engineer, but what I'm asking you to do is to get yourself acquainted with it. Get yourself using it, especially in your area of work, because that is your core area. And if you can harmonize artificial intelligence into what you're doing, you'll be successful. You will be in high demand. One last thing that I do want to mention to you is the power of ChatGPT and how it can help you out. So it can help you out from a number of areas. Uh, it can write your emails for you. It can, uh, when you name it, when it comes to your productivity at work, it'll do it for you. I have a friend. Okay, his name is Hassan Usman. Now, Hassan wrote a book on ChatGPT. It's called ChatGPT for Nonfiction Writers. And guess what? He didn't write the book. ChatGPT did it. And in fact, the beginning of the, when you read the book, it mentions over there that this book has been wholly written by ChatGPT. And it's doing really, really well on Amazon's book charts. So the reason for telling you this is that instead of fighting this, take advantage of it. Use it to improve not only your job, but your life as well. So that's it from my side. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the show today. I will see you in two weeks from now. You have been listening to the Diary of a Career Coach with me, Bryce Barrows. I'll see you in two weeks. Until then, stay blessed and keep reaching for the stars. Bye for now.